Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, coach, mentor, John Opaluski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim. I'm doing good. It is 78 degrees outside uh, today while we're recording this. Yes. And, uh, it has just been uh, amazing weather. And it's kind of yeah. sparked a thought in our mind about uh, summer and uh, yeah, how to, how to get ready uh, as a pastor for the inevitable um, yeah. wave of summer that happens in, in almost every church where yeah. there are people who leave for vacation and family trips and even the pastor is uh, hopefully going to be taking some time yes. off. And and we talked in 187 about not fighting that. You know, Jim, yeah. I, I, I was mentioning to you before we started 188 here today that um, I came out of a, before I was a lead pastor, I was a youth pastor. And, and the church that I was a part of as a youth pastor, Summer was uh, a personal mission to fight that trend uh, that, yeah. <laughs> that normal rhythm of church attendance. And so when I got to be a lead pastor, I thought, well, that's what you do, you know? Yeah. And, if, and if summer you start to fall off in attendance and salvations and all the other stuff that, you know, a million years ago I used to measure, um, uh, <laughs> man, you just set yourself up for disappointment for, yeah. and sometimes for thinking I'm not a good leader. Maybe, maybe I, this is not the calling I have on my life. I, I I said last week that more pastors tell me in, that they want to quit during the month of July than any other month yes. in the year. And yeah. it and it might be cumulatively like the other eleven months. Wow. Uh, versus July, it's just it's like clockwork. And so last wow. week we talked about more of the organizational side. We did spend a little bit of time talking about how summer can be a great opportunity for us as leaders to work on ourselves. On our walk with God, on our relationships, on our physical well-being, and uh, and and also an opportunity for us to maybe look at something organizationally, maybe as one system, and say, you know what, let's just pick it apart, see what's working, what's not working, what can we do to improve it in preparation for the next wave that's coming, which is fall, and yeah. uh, and so that's what we talked about last week. What I'd really like to focus on today, Jim, is the pastor and his time off or her time off during yeah. the summer. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, there are really three pieces, and this might sound a little bit overkill, but I think there's really yeah. three pieces to having a great vacation. Well, the first is pre-vacation planning. Uh, Second is the actual vacation itself. And thirdly <laughs> is the re-entry to work. Re-entry. <laughs> you know, after your yeah. vacation. Yeah. Um, I remember the first vacation I went on in, during my first year of pastoral ministry when I was a I was a youth pastor. Jim, I was totally unprepared for that. <laughs> there were there were so many loose ends uh, <laughs> that were not tied up. But it was the yeah. first time I had ever taken a vacation in a pastoral role. And yeah. I remember uh, one of the associates, he stepped in for me and saved me. He, he just saved <laughs> my bacon, you know. Uh, uh, and when, when I got back from vacation, I apologized to him. And he said, well, 
this was your first vacation. What did you yeah. learn? And I said, I was totally unprepared for it. I, I <laughs> wasn't prepared. And so yeah. um, I'd like to kind of break those three pieces. Yeah, apart. please. And here's the reason why. Because I think a little bit of preparation really increases the chance of you having a relaxing vacation. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's the goal. So the pre-vacation piece, and Jim, you, you can jump in at any time here and let me know yeah. what you're thinking. Um, but I see the pre-vacation planning really falling into maybe a few key areas. If you're a lead pastor, it's there's going to be writing prep. Yeah. Um, and so I went on a, a three-week vacation in end of January, beginning of February this year. I started writing a couple of months in advance yeah. as we write for podcasts, we write for blogs and I speak. Yeah. And, um, and so I started two to three months ahead of time. And I, what I did, Jim, is I just doubled up. Yeah. I didn't try to write 10 things a week. Instead of writing one blog a week, I wrote two. Right. Uh, instead of writing uh, one podcast a week, I wrote two. And over a period of time doing that over several weeks, boy, we got, we got ahead. And yeah. so when I went on vacation, I didn't have to think about, oh boy, when I come back, man, I, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to write? You know, we're going to be a, no, we, we, we had that settled. So um, I really think the writing piece can be something that gets in the way if we don't prepare properly. Any experience with that, Jim? Yeah. Well, I mean, when I'm gone, somebody else preaches when I'm on vacation, yeah. mission strips in the summer times, things like that. I, I think the the moral of the story is preparation, so that we're not we're not doing three weeks worth of work while we're on vacation, and we're not trying to do three weeks worth of work the day we get back, and, right. and we're not trying to do three weeks of work before we get on the plane to leave. We're, we're we we know this is going to be a surprise. We're taking time off. Certain things need to be done. So what do we do so that when we leave, we're at peace. Everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody yeah. has their instructions. I remember my pastor, uh, the pastor I served with as a youth pastor. He said, "I'm going on vacation for two weeks." Do everything I would do and don't buy anything and don't sell anything. But those are my those are my instructions. Just do what you think I would do and don't sell the church while I'm gone. Don't buy another one while I'm gone. <laughs> like that was not necessarily all the instructions that 25-year-old youth pastor needed to run a church of 300 right. people, but that was my that was my instructions. And um I guess we can fake it till we make it. And he's a wonderful man. I don't mean to take anything away from him. He he trusted me, which was his first mistake, but but the other ones were not giving me more instructions. So yeah. But there was no, and if you get in trouble, call me. It's like, I don't, this before cell phones. So you were on your own, young man, you know, live, live long, prosper, have, have a good life. Right. And he came back in two weeks and I was wiser, I guess, but terrified for two weeks. So I, I agree being prepared. So everybody, everybody enjoys your vacation, not just you. Right. And, and one of the things that we encourage pastors to do is if you're taking like a, a Monday to Monday uh, vacation, which some pastors are, you're doing a Friday a Friday, uh, yeah. man, don't don't come back and preach that following Sunday. Um, yeah. Have just a couple Sunday. You know, the, your church will survive if you're not in the pulpit yes. in a row. Yes. Um, yes. So so you won't have to be thinking about your preaching on Wednesday yeah. while you're still on vacation. That's coming on Sunday. Um, you know, and some of this stuff, this is uber practical stuff. And 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 maybe maybe you're listening or watching and thinking, well, you know, I know all this. Um, you know, it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to do it. So we're here to encourage you, uh, yeah. do what you know, 
And here's a couple of other areas, Jim. <laughs> Obviously, there's this whole pastoral care side of things, right? Like, yeah. you know, who's going to do hospital visits? What are the emergency protocols? Um, yeah. You know, who calls you? Who calls who when something happens while yeah. you're gone? Uh, is there any scenario that happens that will call you back from vacation? You know, what are those? Let's talk yeah. all that through ahead of time. Yeah. Um, you, you you said that your lead pastor said, do you think I would do? Don't buy anything. Don't sell anything. Yeah. You know, that's a little simplified version. But I, of yeah. what I, I do think, though, he was on something, right? Like <laughs> what decisions can be made while you're gone? Talk that through. Yeah. Well, decisions can't be made while you're gone. You know, don't buy yeah. anything, don't sell anything. Um, yeah. What can wait? Yes. And what cannot? And and so I think these are just some of the basic nuts and bolts from an old guy who's yeah. been on vacations a lot and has learned the hard way that yeah. um, without paying some attention to this, my vacation time is less than, it doesn't deliver yeah. what I had hoped it would deliver to me. Yeah. So I think another thought too is letting your, if you're a pastor, letting the congregation know these are the rules as well. You know, the associate pastor is in charge. Um, if somebody passes away, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? But my, my children, for example, they, I don't want them resenting the ministry. So when your family becomes more important than my family, my family has a legitimate beef. So I'm going away for a week. If somebody passes away and I can do the funeral when I get back, they'll be in my prayers. I love you. You know, please understand. So they're aware of what the dynamics are as well. If you need me, I'm really sorry to hear that because I'm not going to be available. You did that when you went on vacation with the whole team. And you said, if it's, if it's an emergency and you described what that was, you know, what an emergency. It's not like I, hey, I, I'm lonely. That's, that's not an emergency. Hey, I wonder how your vacation's going. Not an emergency. Right. So we knew what to contact. It was a very small list of very important things. And the whole team knew it. So everybody, everybody was fully aware of, of what you were asking of us, what was required of us as a team because of that. Yeah. And I like the idea of including the congregation in this, you know, in terms of not, you're not necessarily asking for their input. Uh, it's just, you're letting them, you're letting them know, yeah. uh, here's, here's yeah. what's going to happen while I'm away. Yeah. I think and, one other uh, thought too, is, is if you're going to have a, a good vacation, leaving your home utterly exhausted because you packed everything in to the last minute before you leave. And then you threw some clothes in a suitcase and ran out the door. That's a yeah. terrible way. I, I, if I you're going to have a, a, an eight day vacation, maybe one of those is getting ready to go. Like yeah. one, like one day you're off, everybody thinks you're on vacation, but you do your laundry, you take a nap, you pack your bags, you know, sure. that kind of thing where you're part of your vacation. If you can't, if you can't plan that prior to your vacation, maybe that's not a bad way to spend the first day of your vacation is is relaxing so you can enjoy your vacation and that's and that's why i like the prep idea right jim so i'm yeah. not rushing at the end um yeah i i didn't have to write before we left for that that long vacation uh this year i didn't have to write blogs and eight pods the week of no yes. i mean and it was just so we were so ready uh yeah. that way uh for it so we encourage you to think about to have a great time off this summer put yeah. some planning in now Start yes. working on some of this stuff. Very right smart. Uh, secondly, let's talk about your actual vacation yeah. week or weeks. Now, in a perfect world, I would uh, want every pastor to have two weeks off, a two-week yeah. stretch in a row off. Yeah. Why? Because it usually takes three days to unwind. At least. Yeah. And then you get a good three or four days, and then you get a good solid week where you are truly 
rested and and relaxed. And then I think this happens to most lead pastors. A couple of days prior to returning, that knot in the gut starts to come back, and you start thinking about um, your responsibilities back at the church and back home. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so we know that two weeks is it's a big ask, you know, for some guys. Yeah. Some of you are listening. You're bivocational, and that's really difficult. You're gonna if you're bivocational, you're just gonna have to work harder at this than people who aren't. Yeah bivocational, but it's worth it. Um, during that week or weeks of vacation, we encourage you to consider consider total separation while you're on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no checking emails or voicemails, no reading leadership books. If you're reading leadership books on your vacation, I don't think you're really on vacation. Um, <laughs> no work-related writing. Well, I'm going to catch up on my sermon. No, 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 no. Yeah. I want to say this the right way. You know what? You are important to the what God is trying to accomplish at the church you lead. But look, if you have to always be on and always be there, I think you are taking on more responsibility than God ever intended you to take on. Yeah. And, I, and I think there's a miss perception of your part of the equation and God's part in the equation of fruitfulness and vibrancy and health in your church. Make it your goal while you're on vacation to not be in a hurry at any point during your time away. I think that'd be a great goal, right? So when Laura and I were in Florida, Jim, we'd wake up, we'd watch the sunrise over the ocean we would then walk the beach for an hour. Yeah. Come back, make a pot of coffee, sit on the patio. Yeah, there you go. I'm just going to use my imagination. Go keep talking, John. This is awesome. Yeah, Jim is envisioning this. And, and then we would get back, like I said, make a pot of coffee and then sit on the patio three stories up over the ocean and watch the water for another hour while we sip coffee. And then we just said, hey, you know, what do you want to do? Well, let's go do lunch. And but trying <laughs> your best to not be rushed. Yeah. Now, if you've got kids, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that can that can create some challenges for you when it said yeah. when it comes to not feeling rushed. So I get yeah. that. You know, we raised four well, boys. Go ahead. Start start with coffee. If you have kids on with you on vacation, start with coffee. And then maybe the rest of the day can progress, but don't, don't wait an hour yeah. and a mile walk on the beach. Yeah. That's, but if you've got kids on vac- with on vacation with you, I would just suggest this, that when the kids are asleep, when the kids are down or whatever, take advantage of those times yeah. to rest relax, watch water. If you like that, or if you like the mountains, you know, and you're in the mountains, um, yeah. you know, so, so, Make it your goal to separate totally for a week yeah, or two and make it your goal not to be in a hurry at any point during your time away, if possible. And again, yeah. uh, that is that is seen through the qualifying lens of whether you have kids or if those kids are little, you know, that creates yeah. that can create some some other dynamics <clears throat> for you. So, you know, what you, just, what you just described to me, John, was uh, like the rhythm in the Garden of Eden. You know, there, there's plenty. There's time. There's the people I love. There's comfort, and and none of these are all of these are blessings from God. And so I think right. creating that that rhythm from the garden 
you know, as, as near as possible. Actually, if your kids get up at five o'clock in the morning, your rhythm starts at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But it starts with snuggles and it starts with bowls of cereal and telling stories and making memories. It doesn't, yeah. it's not work. It's, it's the garden of Eden. And there's a certain, there's a certain amount of care that's required in the garden, but it's, it's at your pace. And I think that's the key yeah. is naps are probably illegal in most pastors lives, but on vacation, that's totally inbounds. If you want to take a nap at late, you know, and go to a restaurant or I guess not without kids, but you know, what we did too, sometimes when our kids were little, we'd take uh, friends along that had kids and we'd swap them. So we'd watch their kids one night while they went on a date and vice versa. And, I love that idea. You know, it's just, just any, but, but again, I, I'm an old guy talking to younger pastors right now. Make memories with your kids. The nine to five Monday through Friday does not make yeah. memories very often. It's, it's the camping. It's the campfire. It's the, yeah. it's, you know, our kids are little, we spent money. We didn't have to take them to a wonderful resort. And you know, they don't remember that. What they remember was getting on the bike and chasing the seagulls in the parking lot. Right. It was free by the way, the bike we owned, the seagulls were free. And through the Eckerd's drugs parking lot, we chased seagulls. Well, that's, but, but the, the, the important thing is not that they didn't get a memory out of Disney. It's that they did get a memory of playing with their dad, you know, chasing seagulls. And that, that's what that time, that's one of the purposes of that time is to make up, you know, the parts of life that are the inheritance of our grandchildren. So yeah, don't ignore them. It's too important. I love it. And then the last piece of this is, you know, the reentry phase. Yes. Uh, yeah. And just a couple of things there. Uh, we would encourage you to pace yourself. Yeah. You don't have to totally catch up in the first couple of days back. Yeah. You don't. No. You don't have to answer every email in the first two days. You don't have to return every call in the first two days. There is going to be pent up demand yeah. for your time. And I would encourage you to regulate the flow of those appointments. Yeah. Regulate the flow of them. Uh, ease your way back into face-to-face meetings with people. And then at some point, Jim, I think it would be a good use of your time upon re-entry to work, to reflect on your time away. Like, yeah. What was the best part of your vacation? Yes. What did you enjoy the most? Yeah. Did God, did God drop oh, anything man. into your heart? While you're on vacation, I tell you when I'm when I'm by the ocean, Jim, and yeah. I see the I, I hear the roar and I see the beauty of it in the water. It seems like it's it's like a perfect setup for me, and God just starts to drop stuff in my heart and show me yeah. things. Um, and maybe even you do a little eval, like man, I'm not going to do that again on vacation, yeah. you know? And and, yeah. and spending a little bit of time reflecting. Look, um, we think if you're going to have longevity in ministry, uh, there's a lot of variables there. But one of the variables is that there is this annual respite from your work, Mm -hmm. from your routine to recharge, to refuel the rest, to, to get back in touch with the most important disciples in your life. Yeah, that's a good way to say that. Yeah. And your kids. And yeah. uh, and uh, we want you mm. to, to have a great vacation this summer. We want you. And, and you might be, I want to say this too, Jim, you, you might think, well, I don't have the funds for a vacation. 
There are so many opportunities for pastors to go to places that reduce cost or no cost. And if yeah. you want you want to get tapped into some of that, you just go to our contact form on convergecoach.com and we'll get you connected with these places that offer all you have to do is get there and they'll yeah. offer you lodging. And some of these places are beautiful, Jim. And yeah. it's either free yeah. for pastors or missionaries, or it's 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 a, a highly reduced cost. And so don't yeah. allow even the financial piece of that to stop you. There are ways to accomplish this, whether you've got the funds at hand or maybe you you don't. So Jim, that's what's on my mind today. And I hope Love that it it it, uh, it really comes across the right way. We're here uh, for lots of reasons, but <coughs> one of them is we want you to learn how to enjoy life while you're leading. And we think yeah. both of those are possible, that you can yes. lead well yes. and still have a lot of fun, good, clean fun in life. And we want you to do both. Right on. Yeah, John, that's brilliant. I I love I love that we are helping people get ready for a wonderful season called summer. It's a gift from yeah. God, uh, especially in Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Montana, you know, yeah. South Dakota, places that, that we do a lot of work, Idaho. Uh, it, it's so important that when we when the sun is shining and the birds are singing and we're not fighting it. We're, we're letting it be a wave that we surf, not a wave that crushes us. We said in the last pod and this one, just taking that special time. I love that statement about, you know, taking care of the most important disciples in your life. That was a beautiful way to make sure I go on a vacation right now. Actually, if Laura can't go next year, I'll go with you because you know how to party, John Obaluski. That, that, you know, pot of coffee and stuff, I'm down with that. We should, we should call it a, like a tax deductible converged business retreat of some sort. That'd be good. Yeah, no one. Anyway, so, hey, um, our prayer for you is you'd make memories with your kids. You'd take yeah. long walks on the beach with your spouse, that you would enjoy food that is uh, rich and luxurious and not worry about the calories that you'd store up for a time of enjoyment with what God is giving you, um, a Sabbath of Sabbaths, um, uh, you know, in, in a row, enjoying God, enjoying people, Um that, that is a gift from the Lord and a gift to your, your family and to yourself. So don't kid yourself. Books aren't written just in studies. They're, they're started on vacations. Best sermons you'll ever preach are not started in your, in your study. They're, they're started on vacation. They're started when there's time. Boredom even. Some of the best things that have ever come out of me happened because I was bored. I wasn't overwhelmed anymore. My soul was at peace and I was still wanting to do something. So please take the time and... Uh, if we can help in any way at Converge, you know how to get a hold of us, convergecoach.com. And there's a connect link. There's all the resources, the books, what we do, who we are. But on top of that, you know, if you want to have a conversation about things like this or anything, you say, Jim, I'm, I'm not ready for vacation. I'm, I'm banging my head against the wall. I'm not sure if I can make it. Uh, call us. Mm-hmm. You know, my marriage is on the rocks. Call us. Um, yeah. I'm stuck with a significant, difficult leader or leadership decision. Call us. We are here. So I can enjoy a vacation right now. I'm in the middle of war. Call us. Let's talk about the war. If we can't help you, we'll find somebody who can. So God bless you, our dear watchers and listeners. We hope that 2023 provides opportunities all summer long for you to just have the best summer of your life. Enjoy the campfires. Uh, I feel like Tim Allen, you know, pure Michigan. But just enjoy it because it's a gift from God. Don't, Don't pass it up. Open it up. Play with it loudly. It delights the heart of the Father. So God bless you as you continue to lead from alignment.